Today is January 1st. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. Welcome to a brand new year. Happy New Year. And welcome back or welcome aboard. We are about to set sail on the journey of a lifetime. A journey that will take us a year to accomplish. A year of our lives. A year of our lives shared together in community. A year of our lives gathering each day around the global campfire and taking the next step forward together. And what an adventure it is to share our stories with each other as we immerse ourselves in the story that God has revealed to us through the scriptures. And in those scriptures, we will meet a lot of people and we will see a lot of things happen, but we will slowly realize that we're not just reading the Bible, it's reading us. And we find ourselves and our hearts and our motivations in those stories. One of the things that we will clearly see over and over and over again is that God will not give up. He will not surrender. He will not surrender us because he loves us. And so... No matter what last year looked like, it was actually last year. It's now a part of our history. It's now in the past. Maybe there were some pretty hard knocks last year, some pretty big losses, and we're coming into this new year crawling Or maybe the week between Christmas and New Year's is a blur because we've just been so disoriented and partied so hard last night. We just come here going, I've got to make some changes in my life. Fantastic. Welcome aboard. We'll find that no matter how hard we try to change ourselves... There is transformation that can only happen in relationship with God. A God who will not give up. So you are in the right place, whether you have jumped on the ship and are ready to sail another year. And maybe this is your 10th or 15th voyage through the Bible. We are beginning today our 18th year of the Daily Audio Bible. So the Daily Audio Bible has grown from infancy all the way into adulthood. This is day one of year 18 and we have been at this seven days a week without fail for all of these years. And this is going to be a special adventure through the Bible together this year. And so as we begin, may we all center ourselves around this. Our story is unfolding. God is in the middle of it. He will not give up. You have always been perfectly loved. 
Who said that you were beautiful and that you didn't belong in your own skin? Who said that you were all alone and that you're never gonna find love again? So many little words, so many little lies that have followed you all of your life. Looking for the truth. Look into your eyes and you'll see it's been there the whole time Ooh, even when you were running, even when you were hiding Never been a moment that you were not perfectly loved When you barely believed it, when your eyes couldn't see it Every single moment you've always been perfectly in the scriptures this year and as we begin to read the story of a God who will not give up we will begin at the beginning which means we are about to begin with the first words of the Bible in the beginning but the way that the daily audio Bible works each day is that we will move through a portion of the Old Testament and a portion of the New Testament a reading from the Psalms and a reading from the Proverbs each day. And we'll have plenty, plenty 
to talk about as we move through each of these sections of the Bible. But this is the first day of the year, and we're starting four books all at the same time. So it's going to take us a few days to move in. And as we go through the next few days, we'll fly over and kind of give an overview of the book that we are reading and the territory that it's covering so that we kind of keep our orientation to what's going on. And so by the time we get through our first week together, we'll kind of settle into the rhythm that will carry us through the year together. But there's always a beginning. There's always a page one, and that is where we find ourselves right now. And so we are about to crack open the book and begin in the beginning, and the beginning is the book of Genesis. And whether you've read the Bible a hundred times or this is the first time that you're sitting down and going, I'm, I'm actually going to read everything in the Bible. I'm going to know everything that's in the Bible. I'm going to read the Bible. You probably know that the first book of the Bible is called Genesis. And typically when we think about Genesis, we think about the story of the creation of the world. That that's what the book of Genesis is about. And it is. But that's only a small portion of the book of Genesis. Genesis will actually cover more time than any of the other books of the Bible. So we're about to start with chapter 1, verse 1, and read the story of the creation of the world and discover what happened to us. But after that, about 2,500 years will pass within the book of Genesis, which is more time than the rest of the Old Testament combined. So by the time we've reached chapter 11 of the book of Genesis, we will have covered a couple thousand years and a couple thousand miles. And then things will slow down and we're going to meet some specific people. And we will watch a couple of generations of people materialize and get to know their stories. And these are important stories and these are important people because they will form a family. And that family will carry us through the rest of the story of the Bible. Because the Bible is centered around this family. We will meet people like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and see how these people become the Hebrew people and it's the Hebrew Bible that we are reading. It's also important to know that there are different groupings of books in the Bible that kind of group them together in the kind of context that they're in. Like there are books of prophecy and so those are the prophetic books, whether major or minor prophets. Genesis falls into a larger grouping of writings that are the first five books of the Bible. So Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. This grouping of books is called the Torah or the Pentateuch. And so, for example, if you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can check off all of the days that we go through so that we don't miss anything. And as we move through and keep track of where we are in the scriptures, every time we complete a grouping of books, 
little badge shows up in the app and lets us know like we've uh, we've we've completed this grouping of books as we move through the scriptures and so that gives us a very very brief orientation to where we are going but we've got to start and so we open the book to page one and launch into the adventure of a lifetime genesis one in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth the earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters and the spirit of god was hovering over the surface of the waters and God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness night. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the first day. Then God said, Let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. And that is what happened. God made this space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. God called this space sky. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the second day. Then God said, Let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place so dry ground may appear. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land and the waters seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the land sprout with vegetation, every sort of seed-bearing plant, and trees that grow seed-bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came. And that is what happened. The land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed-bearing plants, and trees with seed-bearing fruit. Their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind, and God saw that it was good. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the third day. Then God said, Let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. Let these lights in the sky shine down on the earth. And that is what happened. God made two great lights, the larger one to govern the day and the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set these lights in the sky to light the earth, to govern the day and night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed, and morning came marking the fourth day. Then God said, 
Let the waters swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that scurries and swarms in the water and every sort of bird, each producing offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. Let the fish fill the seas and let the birds multiply on the earth. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offspring of the same kind, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and wild animals. And that is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock, and small animals, each able to produce offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. And God said, Look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground, everything that has life. And that is what happened. Then God looked over all he had made, and he saw that it was very good. An evening passed, and morning came, marking the sixth day. So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy, because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. This is the account of the creation of the heavens and the earth. When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth. For the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. Instead, springs came up from the ground and watered all the land. And the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. 
Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he placed the man he had made. The Lord God made all sorts of trees grow up from the ground, trees that were beautiful and that produced delicious fruit. In the middle of the garden he placed the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river flowed from the land of Eden, watering the garden and then dividing into four branches. The first branch, called the Pishon, flowed around the entire land of Havilah, where gold is found. The gold of that land is exceptionally pure. Aromatic resin and onyx stone are also found there. The second branch, called the Gion, flowed around the entire land of Cush. The third branch, called the Tigris, flowed east of the land of Ashur. The fourth branch is called the Euphrates. The Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But the Lord God warned them, You may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. And the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them, and the man chose a name for each one. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, and all the wild animals. But still... There was no helper just right for him. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib, and he brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed, This one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. Now the man and his wife were both naked but they felt no shame. Matthew 1, 1 through 2, 12. This is a record of the ancestors of Jesus, the Messiah, a descendant of David and of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron was the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Aminadab. Aminadab was the father of Nashon. 
Nation was the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz was the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed was the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother was Bathsheba, the widow of Uriah. Solomon was the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam was the father of Abijah. Abijah was the father of Asa. Asa was the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was the father of Jehoram. Jehoram was the father of Uzziah. Uzziah was the father of Jotham. Jotham was the father of Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh. Manasseh was the father of Ammon. Ammon was the father of Josiah. Josiah was the father of Jehoiakim and his brothers, born at the time of the exile to Babylon. After the Babylonian exile, Jehoiakim was the father of Shealtiel. Shealtiel was the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was the father of Abiud. Abiud was the father of Eliakim. Eliakim was the father of Azor. Azor was the father of Zadok. Zadok was the father of Achim. Achim was the father of Eliud. Eliud was the father of Eleazar. Eleazar was the father of Metan. Metan was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Mary gave birth to Jesus, who is called the Messiah. All those listed above include 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the Babylonian exile, and 14 from the Babylonian exile to the Messiah. This is how Jesus, the Messiah, was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child, she will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, 
some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, Where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem, in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people, Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child, and when you find him, come back and tell me, so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. Psalm 1 Book 1 Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. But not the wicked. They are like worthless chaff scattered by the wind. They will be condemned at the time of judgment. Sinners will have no place among the godly. For the Lord watches over the path of the godly, but the path of the wicked leads to destruction. Proverbs 1, 1 through 6. These are the Proverbs of Solomon. David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline, to help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives, to help them do what is right, just, and fair. These proverbs will give insight to the simple, knowledge and discernment to the young, 
Let the wise listen to these proverbs and become even wiser. Let those with understanding receive guidance by exploring the meaning in these proverbs and parables. The words of the wise and their riddles. Okay, so we have begun. We are underway. We have set sail. We're still kind of finding our rooms and unpacking our stuff and getting situated and getting settled in for the year, but we are underway. We are moving out of the harbor and heading into the deep. And as we have begun, we have begun to be oriented to the story that we are telling here in the scriptures. We've started in the beginning. We've discovered that our human experience was fashioned in God's own image and that it is God that animates our lives. He is the source. And according to Genesis, it's not by accident. God wanted us here, which means all of us are supposed to be here. And we each bear the image of a God who isn't just this silent, distant observer, but one that has created us in his own image. He is intertwined with the story that we are living deeper than ourselves, deeper than our atoms or our DNA. He is the source of life. And as we read through the story of creation, we got a pretty rare view. It's not something that we will get to see often in the Bible. We were able to see how things were intended to be, how it was supposed to be for us. A perfect world. Perfect people made in the image of God himself. A dance of life that was perfect. And if we think about that for a second and then just take a step back, turn in a circle, look over our lives, look over the world that we live in, we could all agree it's less than that now. Something happened. And although we have technologies to give us so much convenience, we would have to agree it's not perfect. It's not how it was supposed to be. And what we find as we move through the Bible is that God is putting it back together and has invited us to collaborate. Then we moved into the book of Matthew, and the book of Matthew begins with a long set of genealogies, which are not the most riveting things in the world to read, but we were reading the lineage that led us to Jesus. And although it's easy to kind of glaze over on the genealogies and the different names of, you know, who had who, it's in no way purposeless. Every single person that we read in the genealogies in the book of Matthew are people that we are going to meet 
as we moved through the Bible. And when we completed the genealogies, we moved right into the birth narrative of Jesus, which is also known as the Christmas story. And we should be reasonably familiar at this point in the year, even though we're beginning a brand new year, we just came through the Christmas season. And so we should be reasonably familiar with what's going on in the book of Matthew. And we will move our way into Matthew a little bit more deeply tomorrow. We'll kind of talk about Matthew when we get to Matthew. And then over the next couple of days, we'll talk about Psalms and Proverbs as well. But we are underway, friends. And I am excited to see what the scriptures bring up in our lives. Because the Bible tells us that it's alive. It's a living thing. It's a sharp thing. It's something that can reach to the very depths of our identity. It can speak at the level that nothing else, no other instrument can reach. It speaks so often to right where we are and gives us the counsel that we need. So I'm excited to see what this year looks like together in community around the global campfire as we move day by day, step by step, together. And Father, we thank you for your word. And we ask here on day one that you would send your Holy Spirit among us and lead us into all truth. We haven't come here to get all twisted and deceived. We've come here to get clarity. We've come here to hear every word of the scriptures and allow them to come into our hearts and transform us. And so we ask that you bless this year and that we would be open and receptive to what you are saying through the scriptures. We are committed. We want transformation. We want life to look as you intended it to look, which means that we're going to have to have eyes to see and ears to hear, as Jesus will tell us so many times. And so give us these things, eyes to see, ears to hear, that we might be changed and transformed. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com That is home base. It's the website, obviously. It's where you can find out what's going on around here. There is also the Daily Audio Bible app. You can download that from whatever app store works with the device or phone that you are using. It's free. It is a fantastic way to go through the scriptures. It consolidates it all together. And so uh, check that out. Certainly, as I was mentioning earlier, we can kind of keep track of the days that we're listening to, see if we missed something. And as we continue through the scriptures, as we pass through the different categories, the different sections of the Bible, we'll be able to measure and see our progress. So certainly check that out. And as we 
move in this week and kind of get ourselves oriented and um, moving in the same direction. We'll talk about all the different little things that we might need to know as we take the journey together. This is day one. And this was a good day. A good first step. 364 more steps. And we will find ourselves at the beginning of a new year. And this is a really good time. Right here. Day one. Go look in the mirror. Actually take a minute. Like, not like you're putting your makeup on looking in the mirror or you're combing your hair looking in the mirror or whatever. Just look at yourself. Look at yourself in the eyes. Look into your own eyes. That may be uncomfortable, but look into your own eyes. Acknowledge where you are in your life. Acknowledge the victories. Acknowledge the setbacks. Look at where you are right now. Because 364 days from now, you should look in the mirror again and look into your own eyes again. Because you won't be seeing the same person. A year in the Bible is the adventure of a lifetime, but it is striking. It is remarkable how relevant and how deeply the Bible speaks into why we do what we do and why we should pay attention to what we're doing. One other little tiny bit of counsel. Grab yourself a notebook. Whether you go down to the bookstore and get yourself a nice writing tablet Whether you go to the Daily Audio Bible Shop, we have journals in the Daily Audio Bible Shop for exactly what I'm talking about. Or whether you just go to the cupboard and get some paper. It doesn't really matter. Plan to journal your way through the scriptures. If God speaks something to you through the scriptures, write it down. Begin this habit doesn't have to be like you have to write 20 pages a day and you don't know how you're going to find time to do this journaling project. Whatever comes your way, chronicle it. Because what you'll find is that as we move into this year and we face days that feel foggy, that feel gray, maybe that feel dark, Maybe there will be days that we have to go through in this year and it feels like the sun didn't even come up and we don't know where we are and who God is and what's going on anymore. Looking back at the journey that we are on and what we have written down becomes our own encouragement. It becomes our own words to our own selves. There is a God. He made us. We were created in his image. He knows who we are. He wants us to be here. There is a path forward. And as we write our own story, we find that it becomes quite a reference for us. 
on those days where we feel completely upside down and disoriented. And so consider journaling your way through. Okay, I think that's a pretty good launch. We have plenty of other things to talk about, not only in the scriptures, but just in orienting ourselves to the rhythm that we have embarked on as we take the journey through the Bible this year, but we'll get to it. We have 364 more days together. And so, that is it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Oh, hello, my DAB family. This is my street from Sydney, Australia. Today is Monday the 26th of December. And I am calling you for some prayer for myself. I'm just a bit embarrassed because um, I want to ask for you to pray for God's forgiveness for me. Um, It's been, like everybody, a very stressful period, and I'm so disappointed in myself. Um, um, Look, I could explain things, but God doesn't need explanations. At the end of the day, uh, I went to Christmas Mass with my mum, and uh, after leaving, she said something in the car that was a trigger point, and that's all I need to say, and I lashed out at her. And uh, I am very sorry to God and to my mum as well, but I just so disappointed in myself that um, that it happened. I can give you all excuses, but you know that's just human excuses and not accept God. So, family, pray that um, God will forgive me, and I know He does. Um, it's me disappointed in myself that I fell short on God's birthday and that issue I feel like crying because I'm so disappointed in myself uh, thanks family love you all and I'll talk again to you bye good morning family this is Brenda Merlin calling in with a prayer request for my niece Jasmine who's been diagnosed with brain cancer and given 8 to 12 months of life uh, we know only God can tell us how long we have to live on this side of eternity. This want to lift her up as she's a wonderful young lady with two beautiful children and a wonderful husband. And it's just kind of like rocked her world as it's done to everyone who knows her. Um, I just want to covet your prayers and just want to continue to lift up all of the dabbers. This is such a wonderful community to be part of. I love you all so much, and I thank God for blessing Brian with the foresight to to bring this forth. Love you guys, and I thank you for for joining us in prayer, thanking God for his divine intervention. Love you all. Thank you, and God bless. Amen. This is saved by his grace in Happy Valley, Um, about to... Uh, finish out my seventh or eighth year with this campfire group. Um, And I was listening to Brian today, and he made a suggestion about checking out 
the Daily Audio Bible Proverbs. I cannot second that hard enough. Uh, For many years, as I listened to Daily Audio Bible, I was known as uh, Joanne from Happy Valley. I thought I was a Christian. Uh, I felt you know, holier than a lot of people, and I could certainly point out everybody's faults. But then I started listening to Proverbs, and the first year I cringed a lot because I saw myself in so many of them. The second year, I really didn't like myself, but somewhere along the line, I realized God wanted me to look at myself honestly and understand that I wasn't a failure. I just needed him in my life. And now I let him teach me through the Proverbs. That was when I changed my my name to Saved by His Grace in Happy Valley. I cannot say enough. Listen to Proverbs. You'll be so glad you did. God bless you. Good afternoon, divers. <clears throat> oh, good evening, good morning, wherever you are, or whenever you are listening from. I am uh, John Opara, and uh, I'm calling in from South Sudan. For us, it's afternoon now. It's about 3 p.m. And I know for those in the U.S., uh, it's about 8 a.m. And those in the U.K., it's about 4 p.m. Or or it's about 2 p.m. Anyway, um, I have been hearing several people talk about uh, placing their loved ones uh, with disability uh, in a care home. And, um, and I, I felt like I need to share this because one of the most memorable time in my life, there was a time uh, fresh out of college looking for job. I did not know what to do with myself. I got a job you know, taking care of uh, uh, people with developmental disability, autistic, and uh, those with Down syndrome. And uh, uh, in this job, I enjoyed working with this population because there you see the power of God at work. So what am I saying? Rest. In the Lord. God is in absolute control. May God bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen.